This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed, Jordana. I love these Sunday special episodes. Uh, we really break it down, right? We do. I love them. And you know what? It is. I feel like it might be like the worst day of the year. What is it? February 21st. Um, Why is like, that? Just because it's like middle of winter. Yeah. Nothing, not ton going on. No real like holidays that are soonish. <laughs> so you need this no podcast hope. to get yeah, you through right. the rest of this winter. It's February twenty first. No, that like, no hope, no dreams, no nothing. February twenty first is the worst day of the year. I agree. I mean, right? If you could, re- yeah. If you could relive like one day every day for the year, like it wouldn't. No one's picking February twenty first. Like if you could pick one day, <laughs> one day on the calendar, what day would the it be? Worst. The, the, if I could pick the one day of the year, yeah, to do every to do every day of my life, every day, yeah, it would be Thanksgiving. It would be Super Bowl Sunday, not holiday, Ju- just like random July Fourth. Oh, well, I I love that you. This is so funny uh, that people might think this is a setup for a joke, but February twenty first is my birthday, Jordana. And- oh shit, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a, like we didn't plan this uh it sounds oh my God, so happy planned. birthday like the, we are we are we are <laughs> scheduled we are recording this on february 10th so yeah. we're way ahead of our time <laughs> that is really embarrassing for me i was like oh my, it's like literally the worst i've never even day. said anything like this before this is very odd that's, that's why i started laughing right away and kind of playing it up with you just because i was like that's so funny that she's like there's no worse day of the year than February 21st. It's the worst. There's no good. There's no bad. It's the Wednesday of the year. And you're right. Listen, the only wow. good thing is that That's a big it was foot the, in the day mouth Jared moment. Freed was born. <laughs> well, now it's a good day. I'm sorry. I hope you're doing something really special for well, your birthday. I, I don't you're know. In Florida. I'm not big- in Florida, it's probably not that bad there. Um, wow. I can't believe I picked this one random day to be like, wow, what a shitty day. The worst day of the year. Anything that happens that day is awful. Yeah, it's my birthday. I'm Sorry, turning- your mom was, t- was saying that. That's got She got in my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I Listen, um, yeah, a year older, a year wiser. A year sexier. That's me. Um, I'm an old man. It's uh, the years keep coming. They were right. How old are you today? I'm 36, which even feels fucking weird to say. I have to like I remember like a day ago I was 26. Like I I, I really feel like these birthdays. uh, I'm a big reflective birth. I'm a depressed birthday guy. Like I get reflective. Have I achieved enough? Have I done enough? Um, um, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right things? Um, recently, like I've had, you know, Jess say to me, like, like, I, I think like the hardest part about getting a girlfriend is that women are sometimes a lot, you know, more realistic 
in terms of like age than a guy is. Like there's well, we no have real, to be, yeah. You you guys really are like, and it brings us back down to earth. Like one time she was like, so, "Do you want to be an old dad?" And I was like, "I legitimately had never thought of like how my age coexists with a child's age until now." Yeah, you know That's, what I mean. Like I never, like I never thought of like, right? But I've never thought of that. So like again, this is like to the women listening. That might be like, oh, that's stupid, but I'm closer to your guy than you are. So like like my <laughs> thought process is closer to the guy you're dating than you are. So just know how little this is on his mind at 29. You know, like right. I'm 36. And I think also like the pandemic has made me like really reflective and really like because it slows you down. Just no matter what you're doing, the pandemic slowed you down. Even putting on a mask to leave the house, mm-hmm. that took you an extra few minutes. Does that make sense? I don't know. It does. I think 36 is a great age for a guy. Really? It's, I think it's, it might be one of the best dating ages. Oh, the best dating age? Don't say that. I, you well, know. Just generally speaking, I'm saying like, like if I, like, if I, no, no, because like a guy I feel like might see a 36, like a woman 36 has a lot more issues dating, I think, than a guy who's 36. It's like he has more oh. money now. He's like, sure. do you know what I mean? He knows he's I'm, probably well, a more I'm stable a- job. I'm like, I see a 36-year-old. Like if I were on a dating app, I saw a 36-year-old guy. I'd be like, that's a good, that's a good well, age for me. Thanks for, well, I'm stuck in this relationship, so I don't know if that's <laughs> that's helpful for me. No, I'm just but saying, I agree like, with you. for men, I think there's like, you know what I mean? Everyone thinks like, what, what is the, I think we've, we've talked about this. What is the most popular, what, who gets the most swipes on dating apps? 18-year-old girls. <laughs> sure sure right that's gross so like that's so gross yeah yeah i yeah. mean it's gross but it's like that's true like the like uh, or maybe it was 21 it was like 18 or 21 something yeah. like that it's like the like in the in the female marketable dating thing it seems like the data is telling you like the every year it's like tick 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 <laughs> do you know what i mean and i feel like sure. the guys a lot of the times like they get better looking with age they get more money as they get older they're just like they're also I more mean, assured. You know what you're doing. Uh, people, you know, women love a plan. A guy who's 36 seemingly has a plan, or you would hope they would have a plan at that age. Like one hopes. They, yes. There's so, yeah, one hopes. So there's attractiveness to that. So listen, uh, February 21st, the worst day of the year. We uh, we're gonna do this you up podcast. I thank you all for listening. Thank you all for giving me some sort of life direction. Thank you, Jordana. For being happy a part birthday. of this whole I'm thing. Sorry, Thank I you shit so all much. over. I, this I'm so day. happy you did. That is the funniest <laughs> thing to ever happen on my birthday. Uh, um, uh, also, I'm doing shows. Uh, listen, if anyone wants to give me a birthday gift, they can come to my show. Uh, just your presence is your present. Um, I'm going to be in West Palm. I'm going to be in Naples, Florida. I'm going to be in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale. So, if you'd like to come, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Also, I mentioned it last episode. I'm putting out a comedy special. YouTube that that, that I, I'm giving you the gift of laughs and it's a 34 minute COVID 2020 comedy stand up show. So um, I want you to check it out. Write a nice comment. Other than I'm that, Jordana, for it. any thank you so much. Anything else to say? Anything else? That's all I've got for this very moment. Let's get into our email. Should we mm-hmm. should we do it before I insult like you know I don't know like your <laughs> your place of birth or. I was si- and I was born a sick baby. So you're right. The 21st has some unluckiness to it. That's, you know, that's fairly true. I swallowed muconium. Did I ever tell you that story? No, you didn't. I think What's muconium. muconium? I, I, apparently in the womb. I can muconium, imagine. I can hear your mom telling the story. But. 
You swallowed meconium. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that. Um, it's like your own poop. I swallowed oh. my. I'm a. I, I swallow, and it's like tar-like because it's been in the womb with you, I guess, or something. I'm. I'm giving. There's a doctor or a nurse or a whatever listening out right now, going, "This is not what it is at all." But this is how I understand it. So I swallowed it, and I came out. I was choking, and you know. Now um, all the farting from the last episode, right. it all seems to come <laughs> full circle, you know? Yes, that's so, I, I'm, you know, I was very sick and it is a miracle every day on this great earth of ours that February 21st could produce anything but badness. I mean, I think, well, I'm very glad you were born. I think all of your followers, the you. hundreds of thousands of followers and listeners that we have are also very glad. I mean, it's a good thing you survived. We thank your mom thank for, you. for I, pushing through. This means a lot. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. 
And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do the email. You ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Dear J&J, I've been bamboozled. I write to you with the tale of a pandemic worst workplace fling gone wrong. A few months ago, a guy I met at work slid into my Instagram DMs and asked me out to drinks. I accepted and we went out for drinks a couple weeks later when our schedules allowed. He did a great job planning the date and even offered to pick me up. The date went well, and we made plans to get dinner the following week. Before we were able to go on a second date, our state shut down again. He texted me about the situation, and I ended up inviting him over. This is definitely out of character for me, but I figured if we were going to be on lockdown again, I might as well at least have a pandemic boo. He offered to bring takeout and brought wine. We watched a movie and had a steamy makeout. As he was leaving, he was trying to make plans with me again for just a few days later. I told him it was too soon and made a plan for our next for the next week. The plan was for a fun event, which was outdoors and still happening despite the lockdown. And I was excited about this date. As the date approached, he informed me that the tickets for the event were supposed to, we were supposed to go to were sold out and they truly were. I verified this myself. LOL. <laughs> I know this to be true. Yeah. She's an investigative reporter. Um, mm -hmm. He made it clear he still wanted to see me. So I asked him what he wanted to do. He suggested a movie night where we quote unquote actually watched the movie this time. I hesitantly agreed to this, and, and once again, he came over to my place. We had drinks and talked a lot and watched Christmas movies. There was, a ton, there was lots of making out and cuddling, and at one point, he asked if I wanted him to stay the night. I said no, but it was a cute-slash-flirty convo, and he took it really well. During this hangout, he made a comment about it being our third date. I corrected him and told me we had been on, had been on one date. I felt like the message was, was received, and he told me we could make, make dinner together next time which I thought was really cute. He left late in the night and texted me when he got home and we continued to have a good convo over text. Due to conflicting schedules and my holiday travel plans, I was unable to see him for an entire month after this. We texted every day over that time and made plans to get, to get together when I was back in town. When I got home, I was fully expecting the previously discussed cooking date uh, and it was and was disappointed when he told me he could not come over until later. Even though I didn't love the situation, and I know you were probably screaming at me right now, I told him it was fine because I had just gotten home from vacation and was lonely and wanted cuddles. We had some wine and talked for a while and then sat down to watch a movie. We sat through a three-hour-long movie, and he barely touched me. Something was very off. We made out a little bit, but it was nothing like before, and he told me he had to get home because he had, he had something the next morning, which was true. 
He didn't text me that night or the next morning, which was out of character. I finally texted him that afternoon and he took hours to respond. We kept talking that week, but he was responding to me like once per day, which was not how it had been before. I tried to make plans again because I still thought uh, things could be fixed and go back to how they'd been at the beginning, but he was going to be out of town the, the night I suggested and did not make an effort to find another time. I know I should have just walked away at this point, but I wanted answers. I've attached screenshots of our last text messages. Should we read the text messages and then I'll finish yeah. the email? I try to make plans. Okay. So then she wanted answers to why wasn't things as easy as they began. She, she's basically saying like they went on, they were like texting all the time. They went on this date. Um, they went on a couple of dates. It went well. They hadn't seen each other for like a month, but she was trying to, then they wound up seeing each other after like it was a month and he was being weird and like not being that into her. Okay. So we're going to read um, the text. And she's feeling like he's being distant, so she decides to call him out. Here are the texts. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll be him, you'll be her? Yes. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hey, sorry. I had a super busy day, and I passed out as soon as I got whole from the hospital. <laughs> he misspelled <laughs> home, and he wrote whole. Uh, as soon as I got home from the hospital, I think I'm staying up there Sunday night. Totally fine, but you've been acting different. Are you just stressed about this exam or has something changed? And then he gets back the next day? Is that... Is I guess he, he got back to the next day. Uh, hey, sorry. Yes, sorry, yesterday I was busy with the exam. <laughs> <laughs> it says everything you need to hear when he doesn't get... When you write, has anything changed? And he doesn't... He waits a whole night to get back to you. Yeah, that's a Yes. Hey, sorry, yesterday I was busy with the exam and getting on the road to go up north. I think you're really cool and I enjoy hanging out with you, but I think we should just be friends. Okay. And then she okay. waits like five days, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Not passive aggressive at all. Okay. Yeah. And she, but it's I funny, want I answers. Like, like well, <laughs> she's like, I want answers. And then she's like, uh, um, yeah, fuck you. I'm not going to answer you. Like she, right. she got an answer. And so five days later, she says, okay, but you didn't answer my question. Can you tell me what changed? Because I certainly was not getting a friend's vibe from you before I left for break. I was excited to see you when I got home, and then you just seemed completely different, and I think I deserve an explanation. Um, and then seven days later, he gets back to her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, sorry. Honestly, nothing really changed. I just think not seeing each other for a while caused things to kind of lose their excitement. And I wasn't really feeling that into it anymore. Seven days okay. later after her, that is like, it's kind of like, with, you can tell with that kind of thing, it's like, he was like, he, you don't like forget about that and then remember it. I feel like he was kind of like, like, what's the purpose of him responding seven days later? He's cooling her off. I mean, he's he's saying he's basically saying you don't like you have no right to be angry at me. We never had sex. I went over. I was very nice. I was a gentleman. I respected your, you know, everything you asked for. I respected whether things went the way you want them to go or not. I did respect. I, I pursued you. And she I do understand why she's exhausted by this. Like I, 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 I like. There's kind well, of lines. We, we should go back to the email, but I, I do understand why she writes in, but and why this is exhausting. She's like, I fended away his penis at right. every turn, <laughs> and then the penis goes away, and then he's like, eh, I'm done fighting for it. And so I understand why she's let down by that. 
Totally, totally. Oh, right, right. Well, she wrote, I never got the answers I was looking for. So now I'm asking you, what the heck happened? Was he just trying to sleep with me the whole time? Did I take things too slow physically? I was really just waiting on the, that second date, dude. Did he meet someone else? Did I blow it and put myself into casual territory when I invited him over for the first time? He seemed so clearly interested in me before and wanted to go on a real dates. And I cannot figure out what happened. I, just, I think it's also relevant to mention that at first I was not super into him. It was kind of... uh at that time, I decided I liked him and wanted things to go somewhere that it all fell apart. Could that be why? Did he did he like it better when I was less interested? It's been a few weeks and I feel like I've moved on, but still sometimes wonder if this would have all gone differently in non-pandemic times. So questions. there. It's a lot of questions. Um, I'll start by saying she did nothing wrong. I, I actually think she did everything right. Right. Like I. Well, yeah, I would say she did nothing wrong. This has nothing to do with the pandemic. This would have happened anyway. No matter what. Yeah, I agree. Right. I, I, to, I, me. to me, like, she has to allow that people get to know people differently than her. The way he's getting to know her is his own way that doesn't have to match hers, but she has to respect it. Like, I, I think he's sitting there going, I'm looking to be fun. I'm looking to be flirty. I can be physical with you while I get to know you. Right. I don't need to know you to be physical with you. That's that's what he's saying by the way he's pursuing her, especially with the let's have a quick date. The You know, we're having fun tonight. Let's get together tomorrow night. She's coming at this from a very different position. She's saying, I don't know if I don't know about you. OK, I'll give you another chance. I'll give you another chance. Sure, I'll get physical with you because I've come to trust you more. Now I like you. Now I'll be physical with you. And it's like these are two people coming at the same or, right. or going at relation. They're they're both going to a relationship in two different ways. So you don't think it had anything to do with the fact that she that there was this long period of time before the dates? I think that's him seeing. I think it's like when you like see a mountain from far away, and mm-hmm. then you keep getting closer and closer to the mountain, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is a tall mountain." I think that's the way he's looking at it. He's like, oh, she's fun. She's cool. She's flirty. Maybe that'll be our fun, cool, flirty date where we can be casual for a second and I'll figure it out along the way. Now he's realizing there's no such thing as figure this out along the way. We go on first date. Oh, now I went over, you know, to cook dinner. That doesn't count as a date. Okay. She's expecting a second date. Like, Again, like I'm rolling my eyes at this. At the same time, I'm saying she's right. This is her needs. She looked at him and she goes, my needs are to, I got to go on the second date to see if I can allow you to be physical with me because I don't trust you yet, which is totally fine and great. But he's opting out. He's going, uh, this is more, this isn't price is the too way high. I want. Yeah, the price is too yeah. high. This is not, I don't want to get to know someone this way is what he's saying. Right. And I think that's okay too. If it's like, you know what I mean? He didn't really do anything wrong in that way either. I also think she, where she writes, she wasn't even that into him at first. And then, but at the time she decided she liked him and wanted things to go somewhere that it all fell apart. I also think that's why you like him more. He started like pulling away a little bit and like, maybe Mm. you're you're more attracted to guys who like keep you a little bit on edge. And like, then it got exciting for you once you were like, Oh, he doesn't really seem like he's that into me anymore. That happens a lot. That happened to me a lot where I'd be like, 
I'm like, you're not into me. Like I was the one who wasn't even that into you. I was like convincing myself to like you. And now you're not into me where it can see, but it's like, you don't actually (laughs) like the person either. You're just kind of like talking yourself into liking them and then like them, start liking them a lot more. Once you're like, Oh, they're not obsessed with me. Maybe I like, I, I have to figure out the puzzle. The puzzle became more interesting to me because I can't do it. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with that. I also think like the other side of it is like a lot of women. And I got this question on my Instagram a couple weeks ago where they're like, do you think women getting more interested scares guys away? It's like, no, what it makes guys realize is there's consequences to their actions, which is good, which is good. Like this guy's like, ah, I don't want to have sex with someone who's going to hate me for having sex with them. That's basically right. what he's saying. And he's going to go. So now he's say, he's seeing this is something that's important to her. I'm going to pull out because you know what? I'm just going to be an asshole to this person. Right. And he's not. But he's not going to say he's not going to say any of that stuff. Like I want I'd prefer to get to know you while sleeping with you. Like he's not going to. No, she's he's like, not going to. She's like, no. what changed? <laughs> well, what changed? I can say to her, like, what changed? Um, there became, you know, sex became uh, consequential. And now I'll look like a dickhead if after sex I go, you know what? I don't really see uh, myself introducing her to my family because she doesn't like eating Chinese food on Sunday nights. Like, it would right. be as trivial. Like, the reasons that you don't like him will be his reasons for not liking you as or thinking this is the match, but sex won't have anything to do with it, and he'll get blamed for the sex at the same time, you know? Yeah, I think this is a great example. I think we've done this before where it's like it seems like the bad thing happened, but like the good thing happened because the worst thing would have happened if you didn't do this. Yeah, and I think it's also like for her, it's like I didn't want to – I said come over because I need cuddles. It's like you have to also like – like, it's okay to need cuddles. It's okay to have them over. It's okay to say, I'm not having sex unless we go on that second date. Like, I have to feel like you know that, like, there are consequences for your action. And it's important to me. Sex is important to me. The way I connect to it and who I connect with is important to me. Beware. If you do that to me, you will be considered a piece of garbage if you know that and you you know, take advantage of that. Like, that's kind of what you're letting him know. And he's like, oh, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. I'm going to think about it. Um, I, I kind of like her. I don't know if I really, like, again, to go back to this again, like, I just think it's important to go, he's he's literally saying to himself, like, oh, I have to get to know you and I can't have sex. Like, I'm not going to do that. And 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 I think a lot of guys are like going to give up on great people just because they're afraid of the consequences. And and I'm and by consequences I mean like the social like I don't want to put someone through that. Right. And then the guy I mean like yes, yeah, some guys are, are not looking for that also and I think this is a great way to weed them out if that's how you react to sex if you take it if if it's very meaningful to you I think it's great that she said it. And again, I wouldn't I don't think it was where she's like you're going to scream at me cuz I let him come over like late no. at night. Like that's cool. I think that's no, cool. It, yeah, yeah, I totally. thought that was fine. Like, Being flexible. I think it's, it's all fine. She was positive. She was fun. But she held a standard. Everyone's standard is going to be different. You know, like, and this guy, you know, and also this guy at some point, someone's going to like, he is going to climb that mountain. And it's just that 
the timing was better for him. The person was ready for him. There's, you know, I, I, all I, the I things think, had to fall in line. Yeah, and and I, I, I understand though why she's exhausted by this. She's like, man, was he just here for sex? And it's like, no. I, well, I, if he wanted to have sex with her, it feels like he could have come over a few more times, and she and he would have had sex with her. If that was I'm all so, he was looking for, with no, without any thought about the future. Well, I think he would have a couple times ago. Like when he's there, you know, cooking dinner and like, do you want me to come to your room? He's like, oh, like I, I could understand. She looks back at that moment and goes, oh, she, he just wanted sex and he didn't even care about me. And it's like, no, I, I, I to let him off the hook to, I, and I don't mean to apologize for like a piece of shit because I don't think he's a piece of shit. I just think he's getting to know someone in a different way than you like to be gotten to know. Right. Yeah. I think we uh, we solved that one. <laughs> we solved dating again. Did anyone get back to us with our solved dating again T-shirts? Or I guess that's not a seller. Um, I'm not. Is that one out today? I think that one came out today. I guess we'll see. Mm. I think I guess so. We'll see. Well, we did today solve when dating we're recording. Again. Not today, Jared's <laughs> birthday, the worst day of the year. Uh. <laughs> that was hilarious. All right. Well, thank you uh, to the listeners. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, right? We'll be back then. See ya. Bye. Boom. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.